Hey, are you looking to upgrade your key life areas and evolve to a higher level of existence? To practically harness personal growth and spirituality in a crazy, busy, imperfect world? Then you've come to the right place. My name is Prash and this is Urban Spirituality, the show which uniquely fuses ancient wisdom with contemporary self-growth and spiritual disciplines to deliver value-adding tools, traits, and insights to help you unleash your fullest potential. We always keep it real, featuring authentic, unfiltered dialogue with guests from diverse backgrounds to inspire, entertain, and enlighten all who listen. So get ready for your dose of urban spirituality. Be present, and let's dive in. I've had so much pain and misery in my life, and I've had such revengeful, violent, almost obsessive thoughts exacting my revenge. I'm I'm going to be a bit nasty here, and I don't like talking like this, because your words are power. What you what you speak about and what you talk about, you can actually great imagine. I thought about killing and torturing these people, and um, and that's not me. And actually, I I think. That is a human nature of us. When you get hurt, don't you? You want to hurt other people. Let's look at um, the Palestinians and the Israels. I'm not trying to make a... This I should never really talk about religion and politics. But long story short, it's not just the Palestinians and Israel, Israelis. One side fights the other side and they want to exact the revenge and it keeps going backwards and forwards. And um, I, was, I, I was watching a, a video the other day. It was here on Facebook. A Ugandan woman who... The, the atrocities that have happened in Uganda with all of the tribes, there's different kinds of tribal systems. And at one of these women, she was about 50, she had all of her family killed, mutilated, cut up, and she was left to be drowned. And she actually forgave her per- the perpetrator. And now 15 years on, they're really good friends. And my point is there, you could get justice, right? But where she's forgiven this guy, I mean, that's a very Christian thing. I'm not being religious here. Um, where she's forgiven this, this evil warlord, that, that the country is doing better now. And it, the whole society. So forgiveness is a much more powerful tool. And I, I'm being very convoluted. This was about emotional resilience and rolling of the punches. And over the last year or so, I feel so different. I, I feel less vengeful. I have... I still have. Like if someone cuts me up in a car, if someone's rude to me on the street, I get an instant millisecond of rage. And I'm, okay, no, that's silly. I, I realise my patterns. And I think, that's not, that's not going to serve me. And that's because I have grown. And I like to thank the, well, this is what the sort of things I've been to, we've been doing on our, on our retreats, press, trying to give people a, a greater understanding of life. And what's really important is like pushing to the front of the queue to be first or and upsetting five people in the process. Really going to make your life better, you know, because mm. I believe in karma or if you don't believe in karma and just being a good guy, it comes back on you. If in my experience, totally. it comes back on you. And all of this pain and suffering I've had, rather than like trying to get exact revenge, it's about moving on and being creative. And it's taken me so long to do that. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean I'm not going to fight if someone's trying to do horrible things to me and my family. 
I'm going to fight, but I'm not doing it. I said this today um, at a meeting. I'm not doing this. Actually, I'll say where I went to church. And it's not that I'm, and I don't even consider myself religious, but I do understand there's something. I do believe in a creator God, a supreme power. I do believe where I've been talking to my supreme God, creator power, I feel better. I feel, I don't feel the need now to go and exact my revenge. I want to, I feel a peace. I feel like I have a purpose again. I have a, and that peace is one of the most wonderful things to give me emotional resilience. Let's touch on that. So emotional resilience. Emotional Um, resilience. Just drinking my green vegetable juice. And you've got it. So I think uh, a good insight that I think people can really relate to is the analogy of building muscle or building physical fitness requires exertion and practice to build that capability, to build that muscle, to build that level of fitness requires some exertion. And so similarly, emotional resilience is kind of like a muscle. You need to work it in order to develop and refine its capability its capability, its capacity, there's two different things there. It's capability, its ability to be useful when you need it, and its capacity, how much it can handle. So again, it's kind of like in you know in bodybuilding, you talk about type one and type two fast and slow twitch muscle fighters, right? And one kicks in when the other slows down. So it's kind of like that. You want to build capability and capacity and emotional resilience. And that kind of emotional resilience can be taught and learned in several different ways. One is through purely the school of hard knocks, right? You get bashed, you get attacked, you fall down, you get up, you fall down, you get up, right? So that's one way you can learn it, just getting smashed, smashed, smashed. But the downside of that way of learning or only that way of learning is of course, the psychological impact and the mental impact that it has alongside what you're doing. But then there's another way where you can learn, which is through education, through learning, where you go into workshops, you attend retreats like the ones we run, or, or attend a seminar where you can start to learn tools and strategies. Let, let, me, cut, let me cut in there, Price. Listen, I've, I've, I'm an ex-paratrooper. I've mixed with some really dangerous people. Babe, I'm, on, I'm doing a live. I need a bit of emotional resilience here because someone's making a lot of noise in the background. But I'm just gonna That's put... emotional resilience. Yeah. <laughs> Babe, could you please not be so noisy, young lady? And that right. was a great emotional response. That Alex, that was a great this what you did just right there, perfect example of an emotional res- of an emotionally balanced response. You could have responded by saying, Hey, shut can up. you shut that up? No. Or hey, can you shut down? Can't you see any word, any 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 sentence that begins with can't you see I'm or can't you see that? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. emotionally loaded. What you did is you tactfully did it like, hey, do you mind and, just calming it down? And I was thinking this about um, relationships with my partner, with Nicola. Um, we, we're great. We've had some you know, ups, ups and downs like anybody does in any, who's a human being. You know, different people have different levels of maturity at different times. You know, I can be a like idiot sometimes and, and then be an adult and vice versa. But what we have, is we've grown and we've we've grown together and I, I look at the why why we work is we are we've grown together. We have um 
matured. And right. have had, well, I've learned to be patient and to have that emotional resilience rather than you fucking bitch, or, or, and vice versa. Where I, it's not always been reciprocated. Sometimes uh, Nikki will be really angry wow. at me and I'll just, it's not so bad, it'll pass. Is it such a big deal? Because naturally you want to, as, you're, as a man, well, in it, the, the people who can push your buttons the most, more than anyone, aren't the, the horrible people on the street, it's the people closest to you, the people you love. And when you can learn how to, all right, okay, I don't like that, that's a bit shitty, but it'll pass, and smile, and guess what? It starts to be reciprocated. Yeah, you get moments of, of tempers boiling, but what I've noticed, and our relationships get stronger and stronger, is we just had a tiz was um, five minutes before I came on the, the air. Um, I don't know what I'd done. What had I done? You did not like green juice. Oh, I didn't like Nicola's green juice, which I'm eating now. And um, I, like, oh. and I didn't, I, I'm not a man because I didn't help build the machine. And I'm like, that's a bit, literally, that's a bit of a, a stab at my, my persona. And anyway, I went over and I just gave her a cuddle and a smile. And it was all lovely. Now, if that was two years ago, I'd have been fuck off, bitch, and like walk out. It wouldn't have lasted mega long, but it would have been uncomfortable, nasty feelings. And listen, we are here for so little time. And I value now every single moment, every single millisecond to be able to, be, to, be able to create. Because now I realize we're in a magical place. I'm getting a bit hippie here. And I don't mind being a bit hippie. We are, we are wizards. We can create anything if we think about it and perceive it enough. So I want to be creating, giving this the most optimum chances to create powerful stuff. And me going around being angry, being miserable, that's not attracting the, the, the magic I can create with this magical thing. Sounds like I'm talking mumbo jumbo. And a lot of my friends who uh, say to me, they say, God, you smoke too many drugs. And I'm like, and I have to have some emotional resilience there because when you start to change and actually start to feel happier and you, you go against the norm, some of the things that we do on our retreats, they're a bit weird and a bit freaky and a bit hippie. But actually, when you, when you put all that aside and think what it actually is, we do chanting on our retreats and it makes you feel so wonderful and powerful and relaxed and calm. I can I can explain it in scientific terms, but why I'm why I'm going on about that is because you just naturally feel happier. But For sure. Look, when I first did it, I thought, look at these weird hippie idiots. <laughs> now I'm a weird hippie idiot. <laughs> hey, at, at, and I'm right there with you, right? So, um, I think another lesson, and I'm mindful of uh, mindful of the time, um, but another lesson that I think, which you nicely touched on is identify part of emotional resilience is recognizing the triggers that are coming in from your outside environment and how to deal with them. And from your military background, you will obviously be no stranger to the idea of threat recognition, threat identification and threat treatment. And so I'm using the analogy as, as threat detection, but really what we're doing is, is stimulus detection. We're looking at the stimuli that are coming in primarily, primarily through our ears or our eyes. Somebody gives you a gesture, right? Somebody cuts you up on the road and just gives you a little symbol or gives you a finger. 
somebody says something to you like shut up w-a-n some word that you don't like or your mother's like this so in other words the typical threats to our emotional stability come from our ears or our eyes so recognizing that those are the two primary senses obviously physical too somebody might push you bump into you on the station and say you're out what's your problem mate right so any of these ways might trigger your emotions recognizing those three areas as avenues through which triggers will come is the first part in hand in being able to start knowing how you can change your response hey folks thanks so much for listening i really hope you enjoyed this episode and as with all our episodes found something to inform inspire and empower you in your personal and spiritual journeys in life as always feel free to leave a little love for your ratings and comments subscribe and share it with those you care about and take your personal and spiritual evolution to the next level by joining us on one of our unique events workshops or retreats or taking advantage of our personal and professional coaching packages find out more about us at mantratherapy.co.uk i'm your host prash k this is urban spirituality and we will catch you on the next episode